0: He's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council.
1: And on camera. Yep. Welcome to Good News Wapaka, Wapaca uh, Radio FM 96.3991. We're also on Facebook Live and streaming at Wapaka.tv and live 365.com. Back in the house from the Wapaca Rotary Club, Mr. Chuck Reynolds. Chuck. Ah, Upchuck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Never heard that when I was a kid.
1: What's happening? Uh, hey, man, life is good. Life yeah, is good. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, it's yeah. been just just like a, a month d- or more. Yeah, just yeah. do a rehash here, because I did have a couple people ask me, you know, why well, you're not on as often. Yeah. And I said, everything's good. Oh, but yeah. Why yeah. don't you just tell everyone, remind everyone what's oh, going well, on? well, you know,
2: I mean, we started this thing, and we've, uh, you know, we've got a whole hundred-member club, and... Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike Olinger, who also happens to be my neighbor, uh, expressed interest in in be, being part of the show, and it's like, and you know, I've got a and lot of other a, things going on. Yeah, so. he's real excited about yeah, that. Yeah, and he loves being on here. So, um,
1: just sharing the wealth, man,
2: sharing yeah. the time with Wayne.
1: We're only <laughs> <laughs> um, we're only a couple days away from the official end of summer, and that makes me sad. Although it feels like it turned two weeks ago. Yeah, weather-wise. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't mind fall, except that yeah. it only seems to last like four to six weeks. Yeah, and yeah. then we get five months of winter. Yeah, I mean Thanksgiving's great, best yeah. holiday on the calendar because yeah. you eat, drink, watch football, nap, yeah. Re- repeat. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. obviously yeah. I can do Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, other than that, it just goes too fast, and then yeah, winter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No winter. If if the Farmers Almanac is correct, we're going to have a lot of snow this winter, oh, which means winter sports for those who are interested. At least they'll will be able
1: to enjoy it. Well, last couple uh, of winters, why, been tough. why people do that? I'll be on my couch. <laughs> um, let's talk Rotary Club Rotary yeah. Clock. You know, uh,
2: yeah. So we have the Rotary Clock. If if people haven't seen it, maybe we'll put a picture on the on the website. No, oh, we. Well, yeah. You can definitely do or, that. On Facebook page. Um, the so the rot- rotary clock is a, a big clock out in front of uh, a, a library slash uh, city uh, city hall and, and if uh, we
1: know in lightning strikes we can go back to the future
2: that's exactly right yeah. and it is uh, it's a clock that could do that for you that's for sure all right a uh, handsome clock and we're going to be dedicating it on October 3rd if people want to come down and see mm-hmm. it it's going to be a brief ceremony with the city council uh, some folks from Rotary club Um we're really grateful to the community for supporting that, and really, the, the it's a reminder for me to say that the clock is being given to the community by the club in celebration of our 30-year anniversary, and uh, and as a sort of a thank you for being such a great community to work, to work in.
1: And didn't we just celebrate uh, the library at 30 years on the square too? Yeah, I, yep. I do yep. believe the so. Exhibit. Thirty yep. year yep. thirty years going around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and just in time for Rocktoberfest. Rocktoberfest, we'll talk a lot more about we're that. we're going to get a, yeah, to in yeah. a little
2: while. I had a whole
1: thing written up here. I'm yeah. going
2: to cross that out because I know we're doing it in
1: 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> um, any good news from our friends at the County Post?
2: Yeah, there are a couple things. First thing I want to mention, because I just read this and it's so critical. It's not really good news, but it could be good news if you know how to drive and can responsibly right. drive a school bus. They are short of bus drivers, yes. and the, the trickle-down impacts of that are amazing. If you are on a volleyball team, you might have to leave school at 11 a.m. Yeah, to they, get to your competition, sit there. Forever. Because the same driver that take, used to be, you'd have another driver that pick you up and take you to the game after school, but now that driver has to be doing school routes because they just yeah. don't have enough drivers. So if you are so at all in Contact the school board yeah, or the school it's district. It's a job now. It's a community service. Right. So go on the school's website, um, the uh, the bus company. Oh gosh, what's their name? Right way. Right way. Yes. Oh. Right way. There's <laughs> a story. There's did a I story pull that out? In the uh, in the, uh, County Post. I think it's a, just digital right now. Um, I don't think it was in last week's paper. But okay. anyway, look for that information. Uh, the other thing I just want to talk about. It is every time I see it, I'm just stunned. That mural on uh, ah, shindig is yes and you, you missed it last so week gorgeous.
1: uh things were sweet in here we had a yeah. uh, carolyn on from shindig ah
2: okay good and
1: i guess we're gonna get sticky sweet today I yeah think. yeah I
2: I, one thing about shindig we brought my kid my well i wasn't involved in this my wife took our grandkids down there this summer mm-hmm. and they just had a blast what and a wonderful are, business they're,
1: they're actually sponsoring our streaming services oh good so, so oh, we, thank thank you, shindig. we thank them very much yeah. for that. yeah,
2: yeah. awesome Cool. Our guest, I am thrilled to introduce Kent Porg- Peg- Pegorsh. Yep, Pegorsh. Yeah, Pegorsh. Pegors. Mm-hmm. It um, was one well of those the letters you're like, well, what got yep. mixed up there? <laughs> Pegorsch uh, as today's Wapaka proud, proud guest, he's spoken to our Rotary Club, uh, Kent has, and I, I just learned so much. And um, in the paper recently, it talked about uh, Kent's company, Dancing Bear Honey, uh, won a black bag competition. Okay. which is an international competition, or was a was recognized within that competition as being one of the top honeys in the world. Top so 12. are we're, we're going to just stop there and introduce Ken and let him talk about it. Okay. And, uh, yeah,
1: Let's there we go. It. Hi. What's the hey. buzz? Hey. Tell well, me what's well, well, happening. I'm glad to be here. I, <laughs> I always, I, I always <laughs> tell the ladies, honey, you can call me honey, but surely don't call me Shirley.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, you've been uh, making honey for 40 years about forty six, forty seven years. I started back in nineteen eighty six. I was sixteen years old. Nineteen seventy six. Wow. I was sixteen years old, and okay. right in high school, and um, got interested. I Had a friend in high school whose dad had bees, and he got me hooked.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, how does uh, that's just an odd thing for a teenager to 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 do. Usually, yeah. it's sports, uh, music, smoking, drugs. <laughs> I'm glad you yep. picked bees. Arts yeah,
0: hub. Yeah, yeah. I got a, of, a little bit of a uh, guff from the. Uh, Athletic director, when I wanted to quit basketball and track oh. because uh, she said, you can always work, but you can't always do this. I said, Yeah, but I love bees. And, and here I am 47 years later. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let's get this out of the way right that's, away. That's really interesting. How many times have you been stung?
0: You know, not as much as you think. I'm knee deep, arm deep in bees all day long, and I don't get stung much. The, 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 the state inspector was in my bees the other day, and she said you have the most gentle bees that I've come across. And I think it's because I do you I'm read nice because I'm at night? exactly. <laughs> I'm nice to my bees, and I think that they don't recognize me as much of a threat. I really think I really believe in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
1: very cool. Well, uh, you just entered a a contest that we were talking about off air. The Willapa Wild you, your Wildflower Honey to the Black Jar Honey Tasting Contest Center for. Honeybee Research. Tell us about that contest.
0: Yeah, the, the Center for Honeybee Research down in Asheville, North Carolina, has an annual contest, and they get entries from all over the world. And, um, and they judge solely on the taste of the honey. Typically, contests for honey are on a more visual appearance, the glass, the clarity, the color, and so forth. And this is strictly on the taste. They put black bags around the jars, ah. and they go through a rigorous uh, tasting um, method to, to, to quantify as, possible, as much as possible the flavor of the honey. And uh, of all the hundreds of entries, uh, mine came down to the best amber honey in North America.
1: Wow. And this is a
2: worldwide competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, and are, the, the are the jars standardized, so they can't even tell by the shape of the jar? They have little black
0: bags around them, and they don't actually, the, the people doing the tasting don't actually dip oh. the, the utensil in. They have somebody <laughs> dip it so everybody gets exactly the same amount of honey. Wow. And, um, and yeah, the, the winning honey for this year from the best in the world was from Spain, and that's my my goal is to be the best in the world.
1: Yeah, that is awesome. Well, you're, we're, you're on your way. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. good honey here. Now, yeah. I read this um, while I was looking up some stuff on your website and things like that. the honey actually tastes a little bit different each year depending on what flowers are blooming.
0: Yep, yep. Correct? Did, absolutely. I try to separate my honeys as much as possible. There's one, some yards, some locations where I have um, basswood trees. I try to separate that, so I have basswood honey, which is kind of a minty, light-flavored honey. Hmm. Um, I have one yard that has a more... Um, darker flavor to it, and that um, is, I think, from Hunter's Deer Patches, actually. Oh. There's a lot of Hunter's. You know, food plots around there. Um, But most of our honey here, this year in Wapaka is a very light color, very mild flavor. It's just a beautiful honey this year. It hasn't been this light in many, many years.
1: And you also hid some in some clover fields this year?
0: Yeah, we have them all over. We try to stay away from big agriculture. And and being a smaller beekeeper, I have about 600 colonies in about 18 locations right around Wapaka. I can kind of niche them into areas where there's more wildflowers. Uh, Okay,
1: 600 colonies. Mm -hmm. So how many bees in a colony?
0: It depends on the time of the year, but in the middle of summer, you're probably looking at 70,000 bees in a colony. What? At least. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Where, do get, where do you get... 4.2 million bees? Is that, where you did I do get, math on that? Where do you get these bees? Well... Fortunately, I'm pretty much sustainable now because my bees go to California for almond pollination. They, get a, they miss the winter here. They get an early jump on spring. So I'm pretty much haven't bought bees for many years. The only thing I have to buy are, are queens to do splits with and right. to requeen. But um, typically, you can buy like three pounds of bees and a queen and dump it in the hive, and, and you can populate hives that way. But I don't have to do it because I'm sustainable.
2: Wow! Does the bee have anything to do with the flavor of the honey, or is it all just what they're the the pollen that they're gathering, the it's, flowers?
0: It's there's two things the bees get from the flowers: pollen for protein and nectar for the carbohydrates. And the nectar is, um, the, of course, becomes the honey that we eat, and that is what controls the flavor. And the, the soils the plants are on, the plants, the weather all control the flavor of honey. And that's why in this area of, of Wisconsin we have some really good soils that produces really great tasting honey flavor.
1: Wow. Now, this honey would be perfect for Chuck. I was reading about the uh, goldenrod flower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it smells like feet.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for the health of my bees, I have all my honey harvested by August 15th. So I missed okay. the goldenrod flower. Uh, around here. Now
1: you said they're, they only um, produce for Six weeks, something well, like that? Well, summertime
0: a bee only lives about six weeks, and the honey production in here in the area is about June 1st through the end of July, and that's when we get our harvest, our crop of honey. But the goldenrod that you mentioned does smell like feet, and that comes in the fall. That's an important honey that the bees use for themselves over the yeah. winter. Um, but uh, it's um, honey that I don't particularly—you know, it, it. the smell goes away and it has a good flavor, but I don't have any opportunity to really collect it around here because yeah. I— so when, Not exactly
1: when, something you want to put on your waffles. When, yeah, when
2: bees die, do they do that in the hive, or do they tend to just, like, drop out of the air when they're done? Or, I mean, is there a pile of dead bees around your hives, or do they or do they kind of, like, kind of go off on their own and just go, I'm done now?
0: Yeah, typically they be they fly outside the hive and die. It's kind of an altruistic behavior, yeah. but they don't want to litter up the hive. If they yeah. do die in the hive, bees carry them out. But um, the bees live about six weeks in the summer and about six months in the winter. There's yeah. actually a different bee that's being raised in my highs right now. It's a winter bee with a different body composition that has the ability to live six months because they got to make it typically through the whole winter. It's just freaking fascinating. Yeah, so it's yeah. a whole different bee that's being raised in the highs and, yeah. and I have nothing to do with that. The bees do it on their own. We're
1: in science class today. Yeah, yeah. Now, also, bees are solar creatures,
0: correct? Mm-hmm. They have a lot to do with the sun. Very much. They navigate by the sun. <laughs> in fact— even when they're in complete darkness if they're wintered inside in the winter um the queen will start laying she stops in the fall Mm -hmm. and doesn't lay eggs during the winter but when the days start getting longer in late december early january somehow she knows that that is the solstice and to start laying eggs in preparation for the next honey year
1: wow and you use solar power for some of the things you do with the,
0: with yep, the bees? Yeah, we uh, installed solar power about 12 years ago. Um, we, couldn't, we wanted to install, install it on our store downtown Main Street Marketplace, but the questionable roof, because it was not It was engineered back in the 1870s, so they really couldn't pull up any engineering drawings. Okay. So we decided to, to locate it off-site by our honey house, and we use all the power from that solar system. We offset power in our store and at the honey house. Okay. That's
1: awesome. Mm-hmm. Now there is a storefront Main Street Marketplace yeah. for uh, the Dancing Bear Honey. dancingbearhoney.com dot also available. And I didn't know this until just before this we started this morning that you also own the Main Street Marketplace.
0: Yep, my wife and I purchased that back in nineteen eighty seven and been running oh. it ever since then. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so you started the bee thing in nineteen seventy six yep. as mm-hmm. a, a young lad. In 1987, you brought the Main Street mm-hmm. Marketplace. Wow! Okay, a, a pillar of downtown.
0: Yeah, we've. pack has been a great place yeah, to, a, to a, live and do, do business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a picture. It's a picture of downtown yeah. Wapaka. Yeah, we feel kind of like the stewards of that building, having a building having been here since the late 1800s. We've done a lot to try to yeah. maintain it and take good care of it yeah. for downtown Wapaka.
2: Is it? it Second story is at your offices or the same is it- story?
0: We do have offices up there, but it's mostly storage. There are okay. four apartments up there, but we don't rent them out. Uh-huh. Um So we just have the store and then our yes, offices yes.
1: upstairs. Okay, so we were talking. <coughs> Excuse me, <laughs> we were actually talking COVID too for yeah. a second, and <laughs> some of the good things that came out of it, like Zoom meetings and things. Right, right. And you actually shortened up the hours of the marketplace. Yeah, it was only a whole- open eleven. 11- 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday.
0: Right. For 35 years, we were open seven days a week, had a bunch of employees, and during COVID, of course, we cut back like a lot of businesses did. Yeah. And afterwards, my wife says, we don't, we don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I can do what I want to do with less employees and do what I enjoy doing, which is curating the store. Mm-hmm. We open three hours a day. We're really busy for three hours a day, and then she does from two to seven what she loves to do. Mm-hmm. So it's worked out really well for us. That's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I, I want to bring up two things that I remember learning when, when Ken ahead. spoke at, uh, at Rotary. Um, I think you said, correct me if I'm wrong, I, and, and if I am, it's bad because I've told people this, the majority of bees do not live in hives. They just sort of are out in the wild by themselves. Is
1: mm-hmm. that true?
0: Well, there's, there's the right? honeybee, which is technically uh, not native to America, although it I mean,
1: how many species of bees are there? There's,
0: the, the, we don't even know. They haven't even counted them. But right. there's probably at least four thousand species of native right. bees in Wisconsin that are solitary or live in the wild that we don't maintain, and they do a lot of important pollinating work as well.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And and then, um, but they live on on their own. They're just yep. yep. They live in the ground. They live in brush. Um, you know, they live in leaf litter in the woods. they not um, necessarily
2: part of a colony. They, they don't know. go home at they're night and say, hey honey, bees, you know? yep. <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> they're bachelors. Hey, honey. They're bachelors. And then the other thing I, th- I think I remember you saying is that the, the, the ground bees, which are not bees, they're wasps. Well, they're a native bee. Na- native yeah. bee. Mm-hmm. And this is the time you were there just all over everything if you try to eat outside or whatever. Um, and I think you said that those aren't, I mean, if, if, you shouldn't feel too bad about getting rid of them.
0: Yeah, they they'll disappear here in a few weeks when we get the first frost. Yeah, <clears throat> right now they're in kind of a holding mode. Um, they can they typically eat meat, they're carnivorous. So when they're feeding their brood younger in the summer, they're gathering meat and nectar, proteins and nectar. And now they can't digest that protein any longer, so they're just gathering the nectar. That's why you see them around soda cans. Mm. And they're, they're so nuisance this time of year. They're just fending for their last sweet treat of the year, mm. and they'll die when it freezes. So don't worry about the hive; it'll yeah, go away. They
2: don't necessarily have a lot of pollinating value.
0: I would say they do, but they're oh. hard but you really can't manage them so if we need to pollinate a, a crop, we can't move nests of wasps in right, right That's why honeybees are so valuable.
2: So if I kill a wasp, I should not feel too bad right
0: No, but even we don't we, we, <laughs> we find them in our store we relocate them outside yeah.
2: relocate them outside. <laughs> yeah
1: Was there anything else you wanted to cover about uh, dancing bear honey? Honey um, no, just
0: that. Um, we're, we're a local producer of honey yeah. and uh, we love that part of it. And then we do the pollination in California and also in the winter. Congratulations
1: on your big win! Thanks and thanks for the uh, right off the bat, I learned a zillion things oh, this my morning. Gosh. Yeah, and uh, I hope there's not a pop quiz because I'll forget <laughs> half of it by the time we walk out the door. Um, yeah. let's do uh, our money your oh, cause. Awesome. Why not? Best part yeah. of the show. Hey, we pick a name out of the jar, and the Wapaka Rotary Club donates $50 to a listener's favorite charity. If you want to be in the jar, go to the Good News Wapaka Facebook page, like the page, follow the page, and private message us and yep. say, put my name in. Last who, winner who was last uh, Laura Jantacek.
2: Hello. Okay. Uh, and uh, Mike Olinger is trying to get hold of you, Laura. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i think you know him you both know each other okay um you know where you want that money going Yep. all right take out one name and
1: we're looking
0: at amy hunter markham amy oh yeah amy, amy.
1: hunter markham yeah congratulations She's 50 dollars to your favorite charity um okay uh, strongwood homes
2: oh yeah
1: I know her too. Then, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's she may, great. She may
2: give her money to the dance team.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going uh, to tell good, her where to that's get it. That's a good bet right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ken, pleasure meeting you. Thanks great for coming in. Thank you. More guapaca on the way.